Hello everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser for another episode of the world-famous Amazing Appraising taking place here in New York City at the APR 57 Gallery. For all of you that haven't heard of us before, our show is primarily based on unusual appraising of various collectibles. Basically, we have about 40 years of experience in buying, selling, and appraising anything of value really we cover everything except for real estate so we collect and handle rare coins jewelry pieces rare stamps rare envelopes autographs paintings furniture sterling silver flatware any items marked tiffany cartier rare glass sculptures anything that you may imagine judaica Anything that you may imagine, uh, we handle. I'm not going to mention right now because we're still in negotiations, but we had a gentleman who was a producer for one of the most famous radio hosts in the world who recently passed away, and he offered us a lot of very unusual items that, was owned, that were owned by this uh, famous radio personality. So we're in the process of evaluating and appraising those items as well. So we are offering our services, informative, hopefully entertaining. So if you have anything that you wish to have evaluated, appraised, researched, we're the people to come to. And I'm happy to offer our knowledge and experience in pursuing those goals. So today we're going to talk about a couple interesting things that happened this week and discuss a couple interesting items that we come across and some just ideas, generally speaking, about collectibles in general. So one of the principles I want to inform everyone that, you know, when people call us up and they show us things, especially when they call us, we want to get a sense of what they have as quickly as possible. Does it have any value? What is the potential of the value? So a big mistake that most people make is that they assume value is related to the age of the item. Now, it is true that many items that are very old are very valuable, but it is also very, very true that many items that are very old are worth very little and close to worthless. Okay, so what I want our audience to think about is the fact that if you have old pennies that are 100 years old, that really doesn't ascertain any value to the item because the items primarily are valued by supply and demand. So typically, the more common or least expensive the item might be, typically the more quantity is out there. So it is very common to have these ancient Roman and Greek coins today, made out of copper primarily, that if you went to Egypt, ancient Israel, Rome, Greece, you will find these old, we're going to call them the equivalent of pennies today. They would be copper typically, and they would be the lowest form of currency that was at that time. So it was equivalent of a penny. And they literally dig out tens of thousands every day from the ground because that's how common they were years ago so unless there's something rare about them or unless they're in exceptionally beautiful condition which is quite difficult to find because they're literally thousands of years old they typically do not have much value and uh, their value could be as low as you know five to ten dollars even a few dollars if they're in poor condition so that's a very important thing that everyone should remember that all value are based on supply and demand and it's relative to the condition of the coin typically so something that is common still if it's in perfect condition or very fine condition it could still be valuable but in poor condition and 
Even though it's very old, it doesn't necessarily mean it's valuable. When we quiz people and ask them over the phone if they say they have some coins that are, or they have uh, a common thing is they'll tell me they have a sewing machine, they'll have a appliance, they'll have, and I'll say, well, why do you think it's valuable? Well, well, it's very old, or it's in very fine condition. But either of those answers are not good answers for us, unless, of course, it's a rare item. So if it's a rare item, that's in extremely fine condition. It's a rare item that happens to be old. It could have a lot of value, but it's not gonna have value based on the fact that it's just old. So that's a very important thing that people should remember. So you could have ancient coins that are thousands of years old that could be worth only five or $10. And then of course you could have coins that have only five, 10, 15 years old that if for rare, they could be an error, they could be very heavy, made out of solid gold. For whatever the reason might be, they could be worth tens of thousands. Again, as a general rule, older things are typically scarcer and more valuable, but just because it's old, if that's the only criteria it has, it's typically not going to be of much value. Again, you can reach out to us, our phone number, text us, 212-246-2000, email us at lee at apr57.com, with any questions, information, you can bring it to our gallery. And we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. So now we're going to talk about authenticity in general about certain items. So a lot of people out there know that if you are to buy a diamond, it will come with a certificate of authenticity that the diamond is genuine, the ring is genuine, the stone, it'll typically have the carat weight, the color, the clarity, the size, all these beautiful things. And based on those criteria, one can determine the value of the item. So what we're going to be discussing a little here is the fact that just as important it is to have a good certificate of the items that you have, it's important, it's just as important, maybe more important, to know who is issuing the certificate. The certificate itself is not necessarily going to carry any weight unless it comes from somebody who is credible or a company that's credible. So with each area of collectibles, there are certain experts or groups or societies that do carry weight and their opinion is credible. And at the same token, just like you have opinions that are credible, you are at the same token gonna have opinions that are not credible. So that person, society, group will not be considered as an authentic certificate. Some of them will fall into complete area of false certificates or fakes. Others will fall into the category they're 100% good no matter what. 
and then there's other categories in the middle somewhere that they might be a small company that or a sm- an individual where sometimes his opinion is valid and sometimes it isn't. But usually it's one way or the other, either considered good or not, typically in the industry. So when somebody says they have a certificate on something, the first thing that we want to acknowledge is who is the certificate from. We're going to go over a couple different areas of collectibles. Typically, it's logical to assume that every area of collectibles will have their standard group of uh, experts who the industry generally will rely on as being the ultimate authority as far as certifying them, as well as, so there's two issues of the certificates and authentication. One is you want to authenticate that the item is genuine, and the other typically is authenticating the fact that what the condition is, right? We talked about coins, for example, right? So if you have a coin that is authenticated, that's part one of the equation. The other part of the equation, and just as important, is the condition. Because if you're buying it as, let's just say it's graded as min state 65, so the coin scale typically goes from, on the low part, 5 to 10, numerical condition valuation. So 5 or 10 would be good or fair, and then it goes up to very fine 20, and the extra fine, I think it's 30, and extremely fine, or uh, that would be extra fine, and then maybe almost uncirculated, which is typically a 50, and then min state would be generally considered AU, which is almost uncirculated, that would be like 58, 55 to 58, and then min state, which is the first degree of min condition, Mint comes from the word, that would start from uh, number 60, mint state 60, and then it goes up to mint state 70. Mint state 70 is considered the highest grade one could obtain in a regular coin. Uh, Rare coins, typically older rare coins, in many cases, they don't even have a coin that's ever been graded by one of the major societies in that condition because if it's 100 years old, it's very possible a coin was never graded that because it doesn't exist. So typically the highest grade that one might be able to obtain is a six, MS65 or an MS66. And the word comes from mint state. And what does mint state mean? Well, typically it comes from the fact that with coins, the mints were the companies or the, the process which they were manufactured through. So they were uh, manufactured through, let's just say, the United States Mint. So the term mint comes from that process, typically. And mint condition would mean that as they issued the coin, it is in the exact same condition as it left the mint, meaning that that is the condition. It's basically never been touched, never been handled, has no wear on it, no rubbing, nothing, no scratches. So that would be a mint state coin. Typically, if the coin has never been in circulation, it would be graded mint state. Now, the degree of mint state, meaning you could have a coin that could be a mint state 60 that's never been touched. And how does that happen? Well, you'd think it would be for sure a 70, but that's not necessarily the case. So if the government in 1890 made a bag of 1890 silver dollars, and they made a bag of 1,000 of them, typically the bags were 1,000 coins in the bag, and they sealed that bag, if that bag was lugged around, handled, and stuff like that, even though nobody handled the coins individually, those coins, although they wouldn't be touched by human hands, they would be constantly rubbing and hitting against each other. So they could typically have some wear, 
have scratches, have heavy marks on them. Even though they've never been in circulation and handled by private hands, they could typically be a mid-state 60, 61, 62, and not get the high grade of 70 because they've been lugged around in those bags for all those years. Whereas if somebody purchased that bag, buried it in the backyard, put it in their safe deposit box and never touched the bag and had them move, they would typically be in the higher range of MS 67, 68, and 69, and perhaps 70. That's the information that we're going to go with coins. I think we're going to take just a short break, and we'll be right back after this commercial announcement. Get a pen, everyone. Introducing the exciting SendaFrame.com, a factory direct headquarters for your photo frames and personalized gifts. All delivered overnight. SendaFrame.com is the authorized distributor of gift brands everyone wants, including Reed Barton, Nambe, Kate Spade, Dennis Daniels, Mariposa, and hundreds more. SendaFrame beats any price so they can become your go-to choice without any worry. Frames for your graduations, birthdays, weddings, choose from all materials of silver, crystal, fine woods, all at Sendaframe with next day delivery and custom engraving. Listeners of this special appraisal show get an additional 20% off when they use code LEE. That's L-E-E, LEE. The secret's out, everyone. Don't know what to give? Sendaframe.com for all your framing needs. This is Lee the Appraiser, back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. We were talking about what makes things rare, what makes things valuable in general. Specifically, we were talking about diamonds, and now we were talking about rare coins. So we just went through the grading process of rare coins. So let me just mention, so the uh, two or three, what we will say, most accepted grading companies in the coin business, in the coin industry, again, as I said, Every industry is going to have their, quote, expert grading and authentication companies with coins. Typically, it's PCGS, which is called for the Professional Coin Grading Service. Their major office is located in California. There's another one called NGC, which is Numismatic Guarantee Services. Their main office is in Florida. And then you have what's called Annex, which is American Numismatic Association. That is the group, the largest group of coin collectors in the world. They belong to what's called the American Numismatic Association. Those three are considered the three most accepted coin grading services, and typically one would pay anywhere from $25 to $100 a coin to have them sent to these companies, and the companies would typically authenticate the coins, seal them in a heavy plastic case, and then put a holograms on them with the description and grade of the coins. And then you would have, by all consensus, a coin that is now unanimously accepted by the coin collecting and dealer community as being this specific grade, authentic. It could be, like we were talking about, an 1890 silver dollar, and uh, it would be, it might be graded MS66. And this was all done so the dealers would be limited by the amount. They would know the item is authentic if somebody came into them to, to sell it. They would know the item is authentic and how it would grade if they're selling it. So this way the collectors would have the confidence in knowing what they're buying and it would help the overall market substantially. So that is what the accepted procedure is in coins. We were talking about diamonds recently. So diamonds, are typically the accepted authority is called the GIA the Gemological Association of America. 
There's a couple other firms that do this as well. I believe uh, UGL, EGL, and a couple others. Some are slightly more liberal with their grading than others. They do what's also called laser inscription now on some of the coins where they, on the girdle, that means the widest part of the stone, those some cases if you request, laser inscribe a number on there for you to authenticate the item with the certificate. Um, you want to have some proof that not only does the certificate grade and authenticate whatever the item may be, but you want to prove that that item that you are showing is exactly the item that you are getting, meaning that the certificate somehow or another is connected with the item in question. If somebody shows you a Mickey Mantle baseball and they have three of them in one certificate, it's only logical that there is some way to determine which of the three baseballs came with the certificate that authenticated it. Because if there's no way of doing that, you're gonna be in a difficult position to know which one might be authentic, which one did the company actually authenticate, and which two perhaps they did not see for whatever reason. So it's possible that only one of the three have the certificate and are genuine, so you want to have some way. So typically with the baseballs, they will apply a hologram, they'll have a card, a hologram, a letter that will say that it belonged to this baseball, this one here, they'll have a picture of that baseball. Sometimes the signatures are slightly different, sometimes there's a spot, you know, we're trained to look and see the slight differences, like in every coin there'll be a little scratch perhaps, a little defect here, bang there, mark here. Typically it's the same with diamonds, people, the layman might not understand that, but all diamonds typically have their own, quote, fingerprints. So they might have a little what's called a feather, inclusion, mark, scratch, you know, at the lower right corner. So typically that should be on the photograph of the certificate as well. We're here to answer any questions you have. If you're interested, you have anything that you wish to sell or appraise, you want to ask more questions about that, please feel free to call us. If you want to do it in person, you can call us and make an appointment. We have a gallery here located 57th Street and Broadway, uh, 5,000 square feet. We're typically open six days a week. We're happy to discuss that with you at any time you wish at your convenience. We want everyone to tune in. We're going to have a, another segment of our show after this break. Mr. Wayne Ensrod, very famous and well-known contemporary artist, is going to be our guest. So we want everyone to stick around for that. And then after our segment with Mr. Ensrod, we all want you to stick around and listen to the preeminent Jewish radio announcer. His show, Talk Line, is going to be hosted by Mr. Zev Brenner, who's a good friend of mine for the last probably probably 30 years. All right, everybody, we are going to be wrapping up this segment here. I want to thank everyone for listening and tuning in. As always, be sure to check out all our social media platforms at APR57NYC. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, you name it, we're on it. Also, be sure to listen on our very special interesting guest interviews we do every single week. You won't want to miss them. We've included so far, I think, Jackie Mason, who's going to be a special guest of ours, Lenny Dykstra, the New York Met World Series center fielder champion, as well as many other prominent artists and celebrities. You won't want to miss them. As always, stay well, stay classy, and stay tuned in.